This is Mary Deturis Paust, and you're listening to Lifelines, where we are learning to be spiritual beings living in a material world. How is everyone doing today? I hope wherever you are, you're able to find some sunshine in your life, even if it's rainy or cloudy outside. I know that's not always easy to do. Trust me, I'm right there with you. And yet we just keep trying, right? Every day we begin again. So for today's topic, I wanted to go back to something I talked about in September. Uh, It was called Life in My 60s. And I recorded it right around the time that I turned 60 and was embarking on this new decade. And here we are a few months later, and it feels like it's time to come back and do part two of this little ongoing series that we can continue over. Well, I got 10 years in my 60s, so who knows how long we'll do this. And I thought I wanted to talk about redefining the word strong from my perspective now as a woman in my 60s and how I see that word at this point in my life. And I think maybe how I saw that word when I was younger and how younger people today often see that word in relation to me or to people my age, our age, in this third, third of our lives. Um, And when I say younger, I mean, you know, people in their 40s and on down. Because I think there are a lot of misconceptions, and I know that there's only so much I can do in my little 15, 18-minute podcast, because the truth is, when you're young, even when you're in your 40s, you have no idea what life's going to be like when you get to 60 and beyond, because things really do change, not just physically. They change in so many ways, and I don't think people who are younger can appreciate that um, or even really fully understand anything about where we are. So hang on to that, and we'll have a conversation for those of us who are 60 and older to think about where we are, and if you're younger than that and you're listening, to maybe get a little insight into where you're headed, which is never a bad thing. And I say all of that knowing full well that there are people out there in their 70s and 80s who may tune into this and think she has no idea what's coming in her 70s and 80s. And I understand that and appreciate it and look to you to teach me. So we learn from each other and that's how we move through this journey called life. None of us knows everything. And so we just have the conversation. And that's what I love to do, have a conversation with you. So let's just talk about the elephant in the room for those of us, especially women, I think, in our 60s. It's the physical changes, right? By now, we are postmenopausal. Many of us are struggling with weight. We are noticing sagging and wrinkles and joint creaks and back issues and knee issues and hip issues and thumb issues. I've actually had thumb surgery in the past year and a cortisone shot in the other thumb in this past year. Uh, It's an ongoing thing, right? We never know. And those are the lucky things. I know that I'm lucky that, that my biggest issues are a back, sore back and problem thumbs because I will so take that at 60 years old. 
And that's another great gift of being older. You start to recognize that those aches and pains are are really gifts at this point because so many other people are struggling with things that are much, much more difficult. And if you are one of those people who's at a really difficult patch in your life right now, just know that we are sending you love and energy and prayers and hoping that you come out the other side of wherever you are feeling stronger, feeling better, and feeling like there's light at the end of whatever tunnel you're in. So, yeah, so there's the physical change that is just inevitable with the 60s. And I think it happens a little faster than in the previous decade. Like I saw some changes in my 50s, but it wasn't as dramatic and it wasn't as noticeable. And then as I got to my late 50s on the cusp of 60, I could see things shifting a bit into a more rapid um, change mode, if that's how I can put it. But anyway, this is not going to be about a moaning and groaning about all the physical stuff that's a challenge, because we know that part's a challenge. We know the physical stuff's going to be a challenge, and it's going to just get to be more of a challenge with every year that passes. That's just the way it is. So we accept that at this point of our lives. But what I think gets overlooked by so many people is the incredible strength of people at this age. And when I say it gets overlooked, I mean by younger people who only see us as old people. So I'll use an example. I teach yoga. I became a yoga teacher when I was 58 years old. I've been teaching now for two and a half years. And I teach mostly, almost all gentle classes. I teach gentle yoga. I teach slow flow yoga. I teach restorative and yin yoga. All of the practices that are slower moving and really good for almost anybody who wants to do them. And if you can't do those, you can pull out a chair and do your yoga in a chair and still get the benefits of yoga and that physical movement and that um, centering, balancing quality that yoga can bring to your life. But often people look at the gentle yogas as like a lesser form of yoga Like the people who go to gentle yoga are not really yogis, like the ones who can stand on their heads or the ones who can do handstands or the ones who can do arm balances. It's almost seen as like, I'll put quote marks up, the easy yoga. Um, And I'm here to tell you that is so 100% not the case. So I've been doing yoga since the 1980s. I was doing yoga before there were yoga pants. Uh, So I would like to just make that statement. There were no such thing as yoga pants. You wore sweatpants or you wear light cotton pants or something else, but they didn't make yoga pants back then. And not many people were doing yoga. You were a serious granola head, and I was at the time. I was a vegetarian. I was a yogi. I was the manager of a yoga center. I was in teacher training, which I didn't continue, and then finished at 58, which goes to show you you're never too old. Anyway, I digress, which you know is always going to be the way it is here. When I was in my 20s, And I was doing yoga back in the 1980s, being uh, privately taught by an amazing teacher in Austin, Texas. 
I wasn't doing any crazy yoga. I was doing the yoga that is meant to calm the body and mind, to strengthen and stretch the body, yes, but to ultimately get us to the place where we can meditate, which is the point of yoga. The yoga is not about the headstand. It's not about the clothes. It's not about taking pictures in an exotic location, doing a ridiculous pose that was probably photoshopped or propped up in a way that you can't figure out from the photo. It was about doing some really great, um, well-precisioned, aligned poses, hatha yoga, to get yourself to a place where you could breathe deeper and lay still, okay? So the most important thing in in a yoga class, for example, is when you get to the end and you do the final five minutes or so of what is known as shavasana, which is when you lay on your back and do nothing except simply be and breathe. So the whole point of this conversation right now is to come back around to this idea that doing chair yoga or restorative yoga or yin yoga or gentle yoga or slow flow yoga is somehow lesser than and that the people who do those forms of yoga are lesser yogis than those who go into the strong classes and stand on their heads and do arm balances and do all those crazy things that may not be physically possible for those of us who are of a certain age. And what does all of this have to do with the word strong and the redefinition of it? Well, I think it's that when you get to this age, you begin to understand what real strength is and what strong looks like like in a life well-lived. You begin to realize that strong is not how many calisthenics and acrobatics you can do in whatever form of exercise you may be involved in or whatever um, hobby you're involved in because this kind of stuff happens everywhere in all of the different interest groups. That the older folks are somehow seen as put out to pasture or beyond their vitalness and they're on the downward turn. No, we have developed a different kind of strength, a strength that is strong in weakness, which is something we hear in scripture, right? There is strength in our weakness that we start to understand that our body may not be capable physically capable. Yeah, I could be a maniac and go ahead and stand on my head and possibly do some serious damage to my cervical spine. Or I could flip up into an attempted handstand at 60 years old and maybe come down and break an ankle or a hip. Okay, this is not something I plan to do. I plan to not try to act like I'm 40 or 30 or 25 right? I'm going to grow into the body and the mind and the spirit that I am right now. I don't have to put on a show for anyone. And I am certainly not lesser than because I do a slower, gentler yoga, which is all at the heart of yoga. Because you know what? When you are somebody who's hell-bent on burning calories and building muscle and doing the acrobatics, you are missing the point of yoga. 
And often those are the same folks who will get up early and not stay for Shavasana, the rest period, or they can't come to restorative because they can not sit or lay still for five minutes. Can't do it. You can see them in class. Everyone else is in Shavasana and they're still doing their calisthenics while everyone else is resting. Restorative and yin and slow moving practice, even if that's walking or a gentle qigong or tai chi, um, whatever your slow moving practice is, it is building up an inner strength in you and expanding your mental and emotional and spiritual self to places that when you're young, you can't comprehend what that looks like. And it's even hard to describe it as I sit here and record this podcast because even five years ago, you could not have told me what it would feel like at this point in my life. That's how much I feel Things have changed for me from 55 to 60. And when I say that, the remarkable thing is that I mean it in all the best ways. Yes, I have lower back issues and occasional knee issues and the thumb issues and eye issues and all those weird things that start going a little wonky as we get older and our bodies just can't do everything they're used to doing. But what I have gotten in exchange is so far beyond anything I had hoped for or expected. I have found an ever-growing community of women who are like-minded and of similar age or older who understand the need for connection and journeying together. I have found uh, an acceptance of things that are challenging, and even knowing that things will get harder because it's not going to get easier after you're 60 years old, right? When you're 20 years old and you break a bone, you're like, okay, that'll be healed, and then I'll be back to running 10 miles a day or whatever it is you might do. Not so at 60, right? We, we know that if things start to decline, we can get them back to a certain degree, but we're not going to improve to where we were when we were 30. That's just never going to be the case again. So we reach this point of acceptance where we continue to work hard to keep ourselves healthy and to move and eat healthy and do all the things that we know will help us hopefully have a longer life. And at the same time, we understand that we are moving on a certain trajectory. And I got to tell you, there is a certain amount of freedom in that place, um, a lot of freedom in that place. And it's the freedom to say, I don't have to go and try and stand on my head because you know what? The 25 or 30 year old, they're just going to look at me like, look at that sad lady who can't stand on her head. She should work harder. It's about discipline. It's about practice. It's about being motivated and having willpower. Um, nope, it's not. I got willpower. I got motivation. I got discipline. You know what I don't got? I don't have 20-year-old bones. I've got 60-year-old bones. And that's a whole different ball of wax. And so you reach a place where you realize, I don't have to go to a boot camp aerobics class or a strong yoga class 
or some kind of supersonic anything to prove that I am just as young as everyone else. Because guess what? I'm not just as young as everyone else. I'm older than a lot of people. And to a lot of people, I'm old. I'm an old lady. I am way past ma'am. I'm just like grandma to a lot of people. I can remember when my kids were young. This is a true story, true confessions. And I would drive with them in the car seat. And I think it was Kiara in the back seat. And uh, someone was going really slow in front of me. And I said out loud, come on, grandpa, move it. And Kiara was like, where's grandpa? Well, from the mouths of babes, right? It made me realize I was making a judgment about someone because of their age. Because guess what? I was young too. I thought I was invincible too. And I didn't think I'd get old like this quite so quickly, but it happens. And now I'm sure I'm the one that's saying, come on, grandma, when some young person is behind me. We all get there eventually. And I think that's part of my message for those who are not yet in this stage of life, that when we're young, it seems so far away. It seems so very, very far away, Um, especially when we're in our 20s and 30s. But even in the 40s, you you just can't fathom you're going to get to 60 and beyond it quite so fast. And then all of a sudden, you're here. And so my recommendation is to embrace it and to realize that this is a whole new place of strength. This gives new meaning to the word strong because you have made it to this place in your life. You're still standing no matter what you're facing in your life every day. And you are here living testament that no matter what life throws at you, you keep going and you get stronger and more open and expansive and amazing with every passing year. And for our part, looking in reverse as older people, we need to look at those young people and remember ourselves when we were in their shoes and remember how exciting life was and how we thought we could do anything and how old people around us seemed, how old our grandparents seemed or our parents seemed and remember where they are and give them all they need in terms of support and love and understanding because eventually they will be where we are and they will totally get what it means to be 60 and strong. This is Mary Deturis Past. You've been listening to Lifelines. I hope you'll join me again sometime soon. Thank you for listening today. You can find me on my website, notstrictlyspiritual.com. You can find me on Instagram, MaryDTP518, and on Twitter, MaryDTP, and on Facebook, Mary Deturis Paust, writer. And you can always reach out to me by email or social media and tell me your thoughts. Let me know what you think about this whole thing. I'd love to hear from you. Peace, love, and all the good stuff.